Good morning. Welcome to Trainwreck Marriage. I'm Dave Touchton. And I'm Susan Touchton. Hey, we got another day. We're late. Um, Wednesday was a very bad morning in our house. Um, you know, it. Uh, it's life, guys. Um, everybody has bad days. There's things that get stored up and um, junk that that doesn't really mean that it's bad. I don't see disagreements and arguments as bad as long as both sides involved. Um, but it, but it is a awareness. And Wednesday was a really bad morning. Well, you know, we sat down at the table to start the podcast. Um, and then, but we both, I say we both, I was not in a good frame of mind. I don't know that I don't feel like David was. And so it's just like, you know, and before we started, we were kind of ahead of schedule and David's like, what's going on? And, you know, and then it just kind of imploded from there. And so, and that, that's the thing is, it is life. Life is just, it's messy, you know, and it's difficult. And so, um, and we're dealing with a lot of heavy stuff right now. We're trying to work through some stuff. We're trying to seek God through some stuff. And, and uh, the waiting is just difficult. And so we just, you know, it affected our ability, I guess, to really come on here and um, share our hearts at the time. <laughs> it would have been more of a war than yeah, it, anything. You would have seen really our true colors, probably, yeah. um, or just dead silence from my end. So anyway, it is it is what it is. We're here today. We're grateful for that. Um you know, God is faithful. That's kind of been my um, the resounding gong in my head over the last couple months is um, he's just faithful. When we're not, he's faithful. When we are, um, when we can't see his faithfulness, he's still faithful. Um, and so here we are. And um, I think we're going to talk a little bit about why God uh, created marriage, why um he has put two people who are either completely opposite, um, completely at wit's end sometime, um, why he's put them together to fall in love with one another, and um, what we're finding and what we're learning is that um, he uses the other person to bring about what will draw us closer to him. Well, and um, just a recap, if you're new to us and you haven't heard before, if you go all the way back to like our fifth podcast was our testimony, part one and two, um, listen to them because it gives you a real insight of who we were, are, and, uh, you know, I'm. it's one of those things, it's, you know, I, and I told Susan this afterwards, she tends to clam up and that does me no good because a lot of times I, I really have no absolute clue what's going through her head and why. And the other thing that we've, I've found to be true with Susan, um, is if she don't talk about it, it ends up a molehill becomes a mountain, a mountain becomes a volcano, and then everybody gets burnt in the middle. And And that's where our marriage was in the beginning, is it had to be at volcano stage before before I even heard anything about it. And 
And you know, I'm oblivious. I just assume she's in a bad mood and, well, whatever, and I go on. And really it was more I'm, I'm learning, and I'm better than I probably have ever been, to sit there and listen and let her vent completely through which does make me mad. And I had normally I would rebuttal hard of how I was right in the conversation. And, and, uh, therefore I just hold it in and not say anything. Yeah. It's a vicious circle. So we've got to the point where if I can let her vent and there's a lot of pause and, and she continues to talk, then I know it helps her. And that's, uh, that's the main thing is, is how do you help your spouse through situations and um because it's not healthy for her to carry it it's not healthy for me to carry it um but we tend to carry it thinking it's better for the marriage and and susan said it and if you listen to her well i don't want to hurt him you know i that's one thing that very rarely can she, due to the environment I grew up in, she would have to work really hard to hurt me. She can do it, definitely, absolutely. But most of the time, it's her venting. It's just her expressing how she feels. Yes, it's you do this and you do that. But, you know, if you're going to find clarity, it's got to be on the other side. And once she vents it out, then... Um, I could make adjustments or some of them are just her and she's got to work through it. And, and it kind of becomes a part where you have to, you have to figure out what your spouse's buttons are. Well, and I think a lot of that too is it's how we react to their reaction. So in my mind, if I really said what I thought it would cause hurt it would cause um, him to, in my opinion, spiral down a rabbit hole that would take sometimes days for him to come out of. And so, you know, in my mind, it's just easier not to say anything because I'll get over it. Um, And a lot of times um, it's, we go in the defense mode. And so, I feel like when I did bring things up, it was, well, because you did this or uh, I reacted this way or, you know, it's what it's so many different fingers, for lack of a better word, of how people react to different things. And it's no one person is right or wrong. It's just how we were raised or, or what's going on. But there's a lot of Um, assumptions that are made we have a conversation in our head before we have the conversation with our spouse and I would be willing to say that eight to nine times out of ten it goes a completely different direction than the conversation that I had in my head and generally it's better than what I had in my head yeah when we were first married I mean until I went to counseling for three years, I didn't realize what she needed. And and that's really the truth of it. I, I really had absolutely no idea. I was oblivious to the whole process. Um, but what I realized, and, and now I'm better. In the beginning, I had to ask, so is this when I talk or is this when I shut up and just say, uh-huh. She's like, shut up. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And... Because the thing is, it's, 
you know, when we, when we, what I know what's true with me, very rarely if I'm mad and something going on, is it only about her? Usually there's stuff running in the background in my head. There's a story in my head that she's not privy to, or I just got waylaid by somebody that has nothing to do with her. She just, we tend to beat the ones that are closest. Well, and that's the thing. And then it feels like I'm the one that's being attacked because he's having to, you know, he's dealing with something else that, and so it just feels like it's my fault for whatever reason, because I'm the one that's having to get the blunt of it for lack of a better word. And so, you know, trying to find that, um, and it feels like lately we've talked a lot about communication and how we communicate to each other. Um, and just an example, and I'm just going to throw this in there because it was brought to my attention. The other day we were going to Joplin and he asked me my opinion on something of a time that we should start something that, that we're supposed that we're going to be doing. And so I, you know, I gave him my opinion, you know, six or six or six thirty seems. And he says, well, I was thinking five thirty and left it at that. And in my head, I'm thinking, then why did you even ask my opinion? Because you're going to do essentially what you want to do anyway. And so once we went to we were on our way to, to Bible study, share time, whatever. And so then we were on our way back and I shared with him, this is kind of how you, this made me feel is like, my opinion doesn't matter. So why are you even bothering to ask? Cause I really don't care what time we start. Um, I just, you asked me a question. So right off the cuff, that was my answer. Um, and, and that was not his intent at all because he, and, and it's true. Whenever he suggests something, I usually just go with it. Um, whether I think it's right or not just because I don't like conflict and I don't you know want to rock the boat or do whatever is in my head and so but his his point behind it was is he didn't want to influence me one way or the other and he was thinking 530 and I said well it would be better for me if you would just say hey I was thinking about 530 starting this time you know what do you think about that what are your opinions on that well, and based off our past, um, you know, I've I've learned that a lot of times I can say stuff as statements when really they're not statements, they're questions, but they come off as statements. So, you know, for me, I, I tried to be very respectful of her opinion, and that's why I've changed my tactics instead of saying, hey, we're doing it at this time. I ask her first because I want her true gut feeling. Because at the end of the day, there's her gut feeling on some stuff is a lot better than mine. It makes me, it checks me. And and then when I stop talking, I'm like, okay, well, 5.30. I was thinking 5.30 would be great, but, you know, if I do 6 or 6.30, she's got a point. That'd give us more time to... I go through a whole series in my head... And that's what I don't want is for me to say 5.30 and she says, yeah, that's fine. When really she's thinking 6 or 6.30 in her head because it helps me balance and look from a different perspective um, of 
is what I'm thinking really right? Hmm. Well, you know, and so for me, I'm trying to do it out of respect. I'm trying to get her a true blank opinion. Um, not the, not the just follow me. Um, and, but in just in that, my intent was truly to get her gut reaction to check to see if I'm right. Not to say this is a time I really feel like we should do it. And, and so it creates this quietness and, and it's the same thing when she has a bad day. I can tell you, we don't say three words all evening. She sits in her chair. I'm not sure why she's mad. I don't know what happened. I don't know, you know, and, and that's the thing is, I, I think we're, we're better now at doing the follow-up conversation, I, I, just like on the way home. Instead of just leaving it, in the past, we would have not said anything and just walked away. She'd have been mad thinking I was trying to overrule her or I whatever, and when really that wasn't my intent, we're now better at doing the follow-up. Right. Well, and I hope for people out there. So, again, if you haven't listened to us before, so David and I work together. We run a business together, and so we're together a lot. Usually if I've had a bad day and come home and am shut down and don't talk to him, it's usually because he's created it, and that's just true. Um, because usually if it's a customer, if it's an employee, if it's somebody else, then I'm pretty good at venting and letting Eh, him know. Sometimes. I mean, it just depends on the circumstances, but I would say nine times out of 10. But generally, if I'm completely shut down and don't, I usually don't say anything because he's the culprit and it would only hurt him or again, go through that cycle of headspace of, you know, it does. It's not going to do any good. It's going to hurt his feelings. He's going to go down a rabbit hole. He's not going to recover. Whatever the case may be. And so, I think again, it's so. Hopefully, a lot of you listening don't work with your spouse to where, um, whatever the issue might be, it's not them generally. But even if it is, that communication still has to take place. You know and. And it's been a wide-known, you know, fact for a very long time that people say a successful marriage is communication. And we're finding that to be really true because the thing of it is, I don't know what's going on in David's head, nor do I want to, nor does he know what's going on in my head or want to. But that whole simple conversation that we had about when to start something Like, I didn't know what he was thinking in his head. And so all I heard was, what time do you think, well, I think we should start at 5.30, which sent me on the path of, I'm wrong. But that's your past. It is. I mean, and that's the thing is, it's the conversations in our head that we, that create a lot of the issues. And so... Um, and like David says, we are much better at coming back around and revisiting it. Now it took, you know, a little bit of time, but we got there. Um, and I felt like we were both in a good headspace, which that's the thing is a lot of conversations that we have are based off of what we think the other person's mood is. 
Is that fair? Yeah. I mean, I, I think some of that, you know, your comment of nine times out of ten, it's me. Sometimes you start it. And I'm not I, playing a blame game no, by no, any no. means. I react to it. I don't react correctly to it. I'm not I'm not saying that, but sometimes I feed off of it and we get into this feeding frenzy where it's kinda like you hurt me, so I'm gonna hurt you. You you were mean to me or said something I didn't think. When when again, you know, that's what Susan alluded to. We watched a uh, there's a video that whoop we watched that was was one of those things of of you know you're if you're married you know god designed you to to show the other person their flaws and it's not and it's not a not a intentional thing but your spouse is going to find them no matter what it is and and instead of attacking the spouse um you really need to take the God and say, is there truth in this? What What is really, because it's more about your journey of healing and it's more about God revealing who you truly are than it is the blame game. And, you know, sometimes when things are going bad, you know, um, we feed off of each other no matter what the situation is, whether it's intentional or not. And I, I think it's one of those things. Susan's hot button item is with, with our small business is if cash flow's bad, Susan's on the edge of everything. She just, she wears it. Um, and so it, it gets to be, if I'm having a bad day, she's having a bad day. Guess what? We just had a bad day. Because by the end of the day, we're mad at each other when really, you know, for me, it's about what was the root cause. Let's let's cut the root. Let's make it quit growing because we we kind of get into this feeding frenzy, um, and that that video really really spoke to both of us in the sense of we're not against each other. This is a this is a maybe a flaw, maybe your past, maybe this or that, but. Unless you've taken it to God first, you're going to react the way you've learned to react. Well, and that's, I think, the the way God designed it is so that we would draw closer to Him. And, you know, with I would say, even though we have been, um, you know, continually working on our marriage since it about fell apart, um, but... I think we both have gotten much better at giving whatever it is to God. And so, therefore, we're closer to God than we've probably ever been. Right. And so, because when you can take something to Him, it's like He he releases it from you. And you no longer have to carry it. And so, um, you know, a some... And... There's been a situation at at work that um, has been going on for a couple of days, and I finally just got so stressed out and upset about it that I'm like, okay, David, you're just going to have to handle it. And and he's going to. Um, but yesterday, mm-hmm. it refestered itself again. Um, and I thought, okay, mm-hmm. I have the option to let this weigh me back down. And it did. Physically, my shoulders got heavier. Um, my demeanor changed because it's just, it's a heavy situation. And so 
somebody's not happy. <laughs> um, and so, um, but then I felt like God was saying, there's nothing you can do about this, so just let me take care of it. And um, you can't control it. Like, if there's, if there's, there's only things you can control. The only thing you can control is yourself and how you react to things. And so the, what I had to kind of work through yesterday, kind of towards the end of the day and coming home was, I can't control this situation. It is what it is. We are where we're at. Nobody's going to die over it. Um, it's a matter of who pays what and just kind of give it to God and let him work it out. And thankfully I can pass the buck and David has to, to deal with it. But um, getting all worked up and stressed over something I really have no control over is not what God intended. Um, and so, but because we work together and because it um, affects our marriage, then we, you know, I could have very easily brought that home, shut down, been mad, went off, and ended the night totally different than how it ended. Well, and I think, though, you bring up some great points because, you know, in that, it's, it's easy when things, when there's a lot going on, to assume the person will react to the situation the same way you will. And what I mean by that is, is for me, it was, this whole situation's not a big deal. It's black and white. It's just, here's where we're at. But with Susan, you know, her feelings get involved and I feel bad. I see both sides. I can do this. And to me, it's just like, so my assumption is she'll handle it the way I did, way, way I do. When really she was like, you're going to have to do this. Oh, I'm good with that. I got no issue with dealing with. And that's where sometimes we vilify our spouse because they're not like us. Mm, yeah. And we we create this story there against us because they're not like us. And so it, it gets to be one of those things to where it builds this story in our head that they're doing this intentionally and they're dot, dot, dot. And they're, you create this and, and that's, you know, I can't think of the, I have no idea where in the Bible this is, but it's keep your thoughts captive. Um, and for me that, hold on, Zeus, go, go, no, our Rottweiler's bothering me. Um, you know, for me, keep your thoughts captive. Um, it's really about what's the truth in the conversation. Um, I don't want to deal with this and I'd rather someone else deal with it. There's truth. Um, and for me, it's like, yeah, I got no issue. Here's what I think they're going to do. Here's what they're going to say. If it does go that way, just tell them I have to deal with it. I got no issue. And I'm going to call them and say, no, I'm not doing this. And I, I like I said, we tend to vilify our spouse um, on, on all sides if it doesn't agree with what we think. And so, you know, it's really, again, let's take it back to where we were going. If your spouse does this, you disagree completely. 
how about you and God to have a conversation about this for you and your spouse does? Because it tends to, um, it, it tends to spiral out of control. And that's how we almost got into trouble is because we always just like our ride over to Joplin. We start, she, she thinks I said this when really I didn't know any different. I, by the way I was raised, I was just having a conversation, but you, you get to where it starts spinning out of control. Now you do this for a week straight. Now you're really mad. And in the past, she's right. If I'd get mad, I was done for days, weeks, months. I mean, literally, I'd be mad over the situation. Now it's kind of like, eh, give me 30 minutes. I'll take a deep breath, pray about what part do I need to own in it? Is it really something I did? What's it look like? And start analyzing my portion of it. And some of it is uh, not my problem. It's something she's working through. Other times it's like, yeah, you need to own this. It's you, you need to go back and handle this correctly. Yeah, and I mean, I just, um, and, and that's the beauty of how God works. That's why we say that if God is not at the center of your marriage, there are going to be difficulties, and it's going to be very difficult for it to last long term. Um, if we did not have God to go to fall back on to pick us up to whatever we would not be honest to goodness we would not be here today um and so i think that if there's any encouragement from this podcast today is if you're struggling with whatever in your marriage you've got to take it to god you've got to surrender it to him and let him work it out because he will again he's faithful to do it it may not look like we thought it would look like it may not be in the timing that we thought it should be he's not a genie he's not a quick fixer he does things in his time when he wants he's the creator of the universe he is allowed to do that and so i would just encourage you to get in his word surround yourself with people who um can pour into you his truth. Um, Whatever you're putting in your head, whether it be through TV, what you're reading, your social life, whatever, is what you're going to get out of it. Well, and I think, you know, yes, this is about marriage, but I think if you look at every relationship in your life, who's in your world, and you look at those relationships, they mimic what you do in your marriage. Hmm. And so, yes, this is about marriage, but realistically, this is about every relationship you have out there because at the end of the day, whether you like it or not, whether they intended it or not, everyone is going to hurt you at some point in time. Your closest, sure. you, you, mm-hmm. your best friend, your, yeah. you the, it's life. And most of the time, it's under misunderstandings like we've been talking about where one's thinking one way and another's thinking another way. Very rarely is it a vengeful act against you. Well, and the thing is, is you have no idea what other people are going through. Yeah. 
So when somebody, whether it be your best friend, your spouse, whatever, hurts you, cuts you off, is short with you, you don't know what's going on in their world. Um, And so I've really prayed, and I haven't done it lately and need to get back to it, but there for quite a while was praying, God, let me see people the way that you see them. And I pray that a lot for David, to for me to see David how Jesus sees him, to love David the way that Jesus loves him. I'm not good at it all the time, um, but I'm, I haven't killed him yet. So, right. I mean, I feel like that's a win. Um, and so I think just being con- conscious yeah. of, um, you know, other people are going through hard times too. Other people are struggling. Life is hard. Life is really hard right now. And so just not taking things so personally, which is like the kettle calling black, whatever, you know, the the pot kettle calling the kettle black, because I take things very personally. Um, But learning and praying that God would help me to just not take things so personally and see others. Um, the way that he sees them. Well, and that's a, it, it kind of friend of ours. They're new friends. And uh, like in the last six months or year, well, less than a year. But um, he said, I can promise you this. I will end up hurting you. But you, you have to talk to me because that's not my intent. And I think if you, you go through life of is that really their intent and, and ask questions. Um, for Susan, I have to ask questions just like I did the other morning. I knew something was very bad and very wrong in her head. I didn't know what it was, but I knew it needed to come out, not because I enjoyed it and it was a lot of fun for me. It was because I knew that whatever was hung up in her, she had to get it out for her. It was my intent when... I started asking questions. I I very well could have said, it looks like you're in a bad spot. Tell me what's going on. Knowing that nothing was going to be, you're an awesome husband. You're doing great. I really, I, you support me, Maggie. I knew none of that was coming out. But it also is about protecting your spouse, giving him the room to vent, so that they can have a better day. And I think that's kind of that seeing their perspective or their side, whether it's true or not, that's really irrelevant because it's true to them in the moment. Now, three hours, six hours, six days later, they may find out that mm, that may not have been as true as what I stated in that moment. So you can't take offense to it. It's but it that's the reason why I asked her the question I did Wednesday that I knew it was going to go badly. I knew it was not going to be favorable to me. But it was about how do I help her get through her day, get to the point to where she can function, and whatever it is, she can let go of it. That was really my intent in asking was, was not a not a and i can do it so long and then then i'm like okay we're done i need to walk away for a little bit because then i my head takes over and i say my past comes up sneaks up to me and says you need to dot 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 
And I really, you know, I guess that's, do you look at your spouse like you're there to help them work through stuff? Not that you're a counselor and not that you need to really, but just asking questions and caring enough to say, I know this probably isn't going to turn out great for me, but I need to ask the question to help them. Well, and even when you don't feel like it. Right. Even when, you know, you don't think it's going to go well for you. Because, like I said, um, and I'm not saying that David was the whole fault of what I was feeling or going through or whatever. Uh, He had a big part to play in it. Because we live together. We work together. It is what it is. We're going to, you know, pounce on each other's buttons. But, um, you know, if even when you don't feel like trying to make them feel better or work through it. And then I think also, you know, if they are not ready to talk about it, if they aren't ready to, you know, then you got to respect that to a certain degree too and, and just pray. And then that's when you go to God and pray that it doesn't last longer than it needs to, you know. Well, um, again, I, you've got to bring him into the scenario. I think of the scripture, again, I don't know where it is, but... You know, when you when you marry and become one, um, beating on your spouse only hurts you. Yeah. And and so you know, I think the the point to that is, you know, you when you're married and you're one, you're really beating yourself up. So what's the win? You know, where where do you win in the conversation? And so. As we're out of time, you know, welcome to our life. Mm-hmm. It's just who we are, but we want to encourage you that you're not alone. Yeah. Um, we want to encourage you that you're not the only one going through problems. We're 30 years deep as of in April, mm-hmm. and we still are dealing with this, but the difference is we're dealing with it, not avoiding it. Right. So... Hey, have a great week. We love you, and we'll be talking to you next week.